The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Hi, everyone. What's up, bro? I don't think I've done like a general introduction yet as to who I am, so I thought I would do that now. I can't stand stupidity. If you're going to say stupid shit. Hi, my name is Bunny, and I use bun pronouns. What is your problem, man? I am a gender-fluid, trans-femme, panromantic, great ace, white-passing Japanese person. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller-bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me! This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! It is the Swanormous. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25 hundo and ochente cinco of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busts, hustlers, and your hoes. It's your boy, Papa Swolio, back with another episode. In today's episode, the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everston K2, flexing on all you be. Fucking Catalina. It's the fucking Catalina one. It's the fucking Catalina one. All right, fam, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on Rumble or YouTube. Also, I want to remind you that yesterday's episode got cut off. We had a big thunderstorm. The power went out for a second, so we had to restart it. And the audio or the podcast has not been uploaded to podcast apps. So that will be going up probably today. I think we were able to download the fragment of the first portion. So we will have that up available. Also, tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time, Swole Fam Accountability Meeting, 12 noon Eastern time. Don't miss out on that. Join the fam, SwoleNormousX.com. So tomorrow's episode will be private and uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. We also have a brand new signature series, P3S7, dropping in just two weeks. We'll be talking about that tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday as we get into this week. But uh, if you missed the overtime segment from Friday, we got a brand new driving while gaining. And let me tell you, this one was absolutely lit. Men cannot get pregnant. Great tune. Great song. Another smash hit. Billboard Top 100, topping of the charts. Brand new single from Papa Swolio. Go and check it out inside Swole TV. If you're not yet a member, join. You get access to all the private drops, all the drive mall gainings, balls deep edits, and of course, the roundtable that we had on Thursday. That's available now. We have a lot of stuff this past week. It was awesome. So check out that brand new drive mall gaining. Today is Ask Papa Swolio Live, the Red, White, and Swole Sunday Funday Q&Anus. So start dropping your questions in the comments down below. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Let us bust the nut open. Let's get today's Swole card exposed, and then we'll get into some good questions. Here we go, fam.
Haha, did you have any doubt? Did you have any doubt? Hashtag make America swole. That is make America swole for a chance to win today's swole card. I would say make America swole again, but honestly, America was never swole. People have been getting fatter and fatter and fatter. So we are going to make America swole for the first time. We're going to give everyone Papa Swoleo 2024 a steak on every plate. Every plate has a steak. Talk about that. Talk about a the swole platform. All right. I think that would be hands down landslide victory. A steak on every plate and gains for every man, woman, and child. All the trans people are like, oh. <laughs> they're all crying. <laughs> you said man, woman, and child, but I'm not binary. <laughs> Come on, stop whining. I said what I said. A stake in gains for every man, woman, and child. <sighs> facts are facts. All right, fam. Hashtag make America swole. Let's get some questions. Hashtag ask Papa Swolio. And I'm just going to also, speaking of Make America Swole, we have the brand new Make America Swole merch, Tanks and Tees, with the statue of Swolberty on it. I think this is a great design also for a flag. I have a flag coming in. I can't wait to get in myself. We launched this recently. Awesome new design for 4th of July. We're going to have some awesome specials going on at papaswolio.com. And, uh, of course, the brand new Fuck Your Feelings drop. If you already have the other snowflake design jump on this ransom design too. fuck your feelings what a great shirt what a great fucking shirt all right use code daily swole for 10 percent off only at papaswolio.com all right let's get into some questions if you have a question drop it in the comments hashtag ask papaswolio if you want to call into the show ask papaswolio.com to do so let's take our first caller this one's from ian we got a lot of questions from Got a couple calls and we got a bunch from Instagram and we'll take some live questions as well. Ian, you're on the line. Hey, Papa Solio. Um, I'm 23 and I'm very lanky. Um, my question is, how do I not feel very shit about myself? Because, because I go to the gym almost every day or every other day if I can. I work, I go to school, I do everything. I'm trying to get into the police, but I still don't feel good about myself. What do you recommend I should do? Um, I feel like part of my self-confidence just comes from a girl kind of backlashing me every time, and it just makes me feel little about myself. I'm just at a worse place mentally, and I'm trying to get where I want to be uh, financially and physically. It's just very hard. What do you recommend to do in order to go through it every day? Oof. Good call. Thanks for calling in and um, respect for going to the police force. Did you just say you were getting your confidence from your girlfriend? Sounds like a codependence uh, situation going on here, but everyone else that was, I know it was, it was kind of a quiet call, but the gym is great. Obviously it's fantastic. Um, you're trying to get your self-confidence up. So a big part of that is caring what other people, a, a lot of, a lot of what people do is anything and everything based on how they want other people to view them. A lot of people buy expensive clothes, expensive cars. They go on vacations for the Instagram pictures. They do things because of how it will make them look to other people. A lot of times you'll choose a career based on what your parents want you to do or what you think you should be doing based on society's standards or what you perceive that to be. So it's very important to figure out what you truly want. Meditation, mindfulness, the seven pillars is great, Ian. You can download your free copy over there at swolnormousx.com if you haven't yet. can give you some perspective as to what things maybe you can work on. Maybe your community isn't as tight as it should be. Maybe you're not meditating as you can definitely do. That would be fantastic. It can help you go through all these random thoughts in your mind and sift through these things. It's very important to make sure you're pursuing your career. You're pursuing what you are based on what you truly want. That's a challenge. That's a challenge. 
it's a challenge to figure out who you are. It's a challenge to figure out what you really want. But this is why we go through the training. This is why we go through challenging ourselves with sauna and cold plunge and hard workouts, strenuous workouts. This is why we're disciplined. This is why we strive to improve ourselves because of the satisfaction of breaking through that comfort zone and overcoming these difficult situations. And fitness can certainly do that. So I think you said that you were kind of skinny or frail. Nutrition is very important. You got to eat bigger and you got to train hard. So you got to train harder and or recover better and eat better to build muscle. Building muscle and succeeding in the gym. Building muscle in the gym gives you confidence for a couple different reasons. It gives you confidence because you're going to look better objectively. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better, which is going to give you more confidence. But also you're going to get stronger and the satisfaction and knowing that you put yourself through discomfort, you challenged yourself, you pushed yourself to that limit and you were successful. So when you start making that progress, you know, you're disciplined, you know, you made sacrifices, you know, you pushed yourself and you did it consistently. You don't get results in the gym unless you're doing those things. You're pushing yourself. You're being consistent. You're not going to get results unless you're consistent. So you're overcoming hardships that you are inflicting on yourself and you're being successful. So you're going to get a lot of mental confidence, a lot of self-esteem, not just physically. The easy way out is not going to be the most satisfying. Most of the time, the better decision is the one that's going to have the most friction. It's going to be the one that's the most challenging. It takes you outside your comfort zone because it's going to help you grow as an individual. So it sounds like there's a lot more there to unpack. I hope I gave you a little bit more insight as to why it's so important to train hard. It's so important to follow the seven pillars and be consistent as fuck. Obviously pillar number seven is consistency but I'm concerned about this relationship that you're in. I think I heard you say something about lashing. I don't know if she, does she give you shit? Does she push you? Does she challenge you? Or is it a negative? You want to make sure that you are getting your inspiration. You want to make sure that you are generating that from within yourself because you are worthy. Now with these fat acceptance and body positive and the victims that we always make fun of on the show, You need to love yourself. I, I agree. You should, res- but you should love yourself and respect yourself. And this is why you follow the seven pillars because you love yourself. It's not that everyone else has to love you because you exist. We all exist. Shocker. I know. But simply existing is not enough. Floating through life is not enough. That doesn't make you a valuable individual. It doesn't build wisdom. It doesn't build anti-fragility. It doesn't fortify yourself and prepare you for unforeseen obstacles. It doesn't develop any of your skills. It doesn't develop your character at all, just existing. So whereas a lot of the victims will, well, force you or berate you to love them and accept them and just the way they are, fuck that. You shouldn't love yourself and accept yourself just the way you are. And that might sound harsh, but it's also the perspective. You have to think of the framing of the way I'm saying that. You should love yourself and respect yourself, but in the manner of, I need to challenge myself and become a better, more dominant individual, a more self-sustaining, a more full, well-rounded individual. And that's the highest form of love and respect for yourself. It's not being selfish. It's developing yourself to the best of your ability. And that's the difference between someone that's taking control of their life and a victim. So if you want to call back in, Ian, feel free. If you want to give a little more perspective, I don't know if it was your phone as well, but also all these different aspects of how you carry yourself, how you project your voice, the confidence in which you speak, the way you sound on the phone matches what you're telling us. But you definitely need to get your shit together, especially if you are entering law enforcement. You can't be pushed around. Um, In your relationships, 
you can't be sacrificing yourself and your self-development and who you are for anyone. I don't know what this relationship is. It doesn't sound like it's the right thing at this time, but you know, for lack of better information, codependency is a huge problem. You can't depend on anyone else for your self-confidence. You're going to get jerked around and you get the rug pulled on you real quick. So feel free to call back in. Thanks for the call. Anyone else that has any other thoughts, um, drop that in the comments. And I, I do think you have to earn your own love. You can love yourself, but at the same time, you should respect yourself. And you should become the person that you want to love. Training in the gym, training hard. I just finished a beast of a leg workout. I feel so good about myself. I feel so good in general. It was brutal. I lifted more weight than I, like every lift increased. It was a brutal workout. I pushed myself to failure. It was fucking insane. Right when I was done, I'm like, I didn't have another rep. I'm like, fuck it, fuck you, pussy, five more. And I just pushed and I'm like, I did it. And I did it. I get to, that's a win forever. That's never going away. That's in the past. I accomplished that. That's just going to fucking launch me into an amazing podcast. It's going to launch me into another amazing workout in a couple days. It snowballs. It snowballs. But it really is about what you subject yourself to. Ian, it could easily be the, the podcast that you listen to, the people you surround yourself with, including your significant other, whoever this woman is or whatever the, whatever, whatever's going on. Anyway, we can come back to that. Feel free to call back in, Ian. Hopefully I gave you some, some good knowledge cock. All right, let's get a little America. Uh, Amelia Dubois, our swole card winner yesterday. I'm so happy listening to this podcast right now. Papa Swole's advice is so sound and his voice makes me feel at home. Yeah, it's the the man vocals. Yeah. Where's Brenda? Where's Brenda been at lately, by the way? I know I'm a big mushy gal. I'm a swole softy, LOL. Oh, well, thank you for being here. Because, because... Let's see, Ali, Papa Solio, do you think it's okay to take two days to recover your muscles? Absolutely, at least. I don't lift every day. I might do something every day. I might do mobility or I might do something else, but lifting intensely, I don't lift intensely at this point two days in a row. I'll give at least a day or two in between, sometimes longer depending on my schedule and depending on how I feel. Uh, Carson says, do we lose connection or do I just have a bad connection? You got a bad connection. We're looking good over here. So maybe jump on that Wi-Fi, brother. Yeah, recovery is important. It's essential. It's pillar number four for a reason. You need to repair. So if you want to maximize your intensity in the gym, you're not going to be able to do that every day. You can't lift fucking heavy every day. I shouldn't say it. you can, but should you? You're going to sacrifice progress by training intensely too often or trying to. Uh, James, hi, Papa. What's up, dude? My brother, I have been experiencing some pain in my right heel, so I went to see a podiatrist. They advised me to stretch my calves and wanted to give me a steroid shot. Should I take it? I'm so, I'm so disappointed every time I hear shit about the medical field. Stretch my, stretch your calves, and here's a steroid shot. Should I take it? Okay, well. You're experiencing some pain. What's been going on, James? Anything in particular? Have you been sitting more often? Have you been standing more often? What's your, do you, do you have any history of issues on your right side or left side? Which side is it on? You said right heel. Have you had any issues on your left side? Ankle sprain, hip pain, hip issues. Like stretching your calves. Okay. But how you do that exercises, mobility, anterior tibialis work yoga. If you have heel pain, you can't just go into a stretching. You already have inflammation and issues. Uh, you're asking me, should you take it? If it were me, if it were me, I wouldn't even have gone to a podiatrist. I mean, if you have pain, it's coming from imbalance, immobility. It's coming from an impact injury or something. It's something that just needs to be handled and dealt with corrective exercise. So you're asking my opinion, should you take it? I'm not going to give you advice. If you're asking me what I would do in that situation, especially now, I wouldn't inject anything, especially for pain. I would address the issue. 
you might need some rest and some foot soaking and some mobility, maybe some myofascial release. You just have to start light, maybe let the localized inflammation go down and then start with some soleus work and some, you know, definitely time under tension, the stretch position. Working your calves, a lot of people just bounce when they do calf exercise. You should be holding in the full stretch. Doing astagrass lunges is fantastic. Doing anterior tibialis work, strengthening the other side of the joint. They didn't tell you anything about like toe raises or anterior tibialis work. James, have you checked out the ankle mobility masterclass in X? So frustrating. Here, stretch your calves. Here's a shot. <sighs> Michelle Papasolio, I have been having a lot of elbow pain. Not medical advice, by the way. They didn't even give you... <laughs> I have to say, not medical advice, by the way. They didn't even give you fucking medical advice, in my opinion. Pompasoli, I've been having a lot of elbow pain with dumbbell and kettlebell use, especially with leg day, when I need the weight to be higher. What do I need to add slash change to help this? Elbow pain with dumbbell, kettlebell, especially with leg day. Oh, I see. So... Is it medial? If you stand straight, palms forward, anatomical position, okay? Right? Palm up, like straight. Is it on the inside of your elbow? Is it medial or is it lateral if you're standing with your palms straight? Is it on the inside, closer to the midline of your body, or is it more on the outside? Is it medial or lateral? Epicondylate. So you mean with leg day, you have to lift heavier dumbbells and kettlebells and it's causing you issues. So that's usually because of, again, pain like this, similar to what James was saying. A lot of what pain is, if you have pain, you have pain because of the tendons. The tendons attach the muscles to the bone. So you're having issues oftentimes because of joint imbalances. So you don't have enough balance between the flexors and the extensors. You have overuse and you're not balancing them out properly, repetitive use injuries. So you need to balance that out. A flex bar is fantastic. A bucket full of rice can be fantastic. Those exercise where you're working the extensors and the opposite portion of your forearms is fantastic. So a TheraBar is great. We have those in the Amazon store if you want to check those out. Uh, Carson Papasoy, there was talk of stevia in the Telegram chat yesterday. Ooh, going down the stevia rabbit hole. Um, I had some electrolytes with stevia and haven't noticed any issues. Are there inherent issues that should be avoided or a bad reaction? Uh, for me, I hate the taste of stevia. I think it's gross. I think artificial sweeteners, I don't care if it comes from a fucking leaf. I don't care where it comes from. I think it's not, I think stevia is gross. Uh, there is a lot of, I think there's a research. There's a lot of evidence that says it fucks up your gut biome. Um, I personally would avoid it. There's no purpose to consuming stevia. I just don't see why anyone would consume it. If you have a choice, why? Uh, Barrett, Papa Soli, when I do Jefferson curls with my five-pound club, I feel the movement a lot toward my knees. Is that a sign of improper form? Your five-pound club. Why are you doing Jefferson curls with a five-pound club? In one hand or in two hands? Better off using a dumbbell or a bar or a kettlebell or something. Uh, a lot towards my knees. No, it's not a sign of improper form. Of course, I don't know what your form is like because you're just asking a question. So just make sure you're focusing on the stretch more than the weight at first. Make sure your knees are staying behind your ankles. Like you're driving your knees back. You're driving your knees back and you're pushing your hips back as you stretch and tuck your chin. You want to round from the top of your spine all the way down. I, I couldn't tell you what your form is like just from the text, but you're going to feel it. When your legs are straightened and you're doing a Jefferson curl, you are, the reason why it's mobility is you're really working on your strength for the full end range of motion, your tendons and ligaments. You're really maxing everything out. That's why you got to make sure you're careful with the weight. Uh, Tyler, Papa Soli, I've read some studies on the use of CBD oil and putting drops directly under the tongue, but a little skeptical on what I read. Any negative side effects I should be aware of before doing it? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm sure it depends on the potency. I don't know if it's CBD. I think cannabis is estrogenic. I don't know if CBD is. And some studies on the use of CBD oil for what? Under the tongue. Like, why are you doing it? I, I, I couldn't tell you anything. I appreciate the question, but I have no idea. 
Let's see. Uh, James says, I work in beverage distribution. That's right. I remember you telling me that a long time ago. On my feet all day, up and down, in and out of the truck. I had an x-ray, said I have a heel spur. So what is a heel spur? Is that, is that like a calcification of the bone that's causing like friction on the tendon or something? I forget exactly what a heel spur is. That's all they said. They're just going to give you a shot and stretch it out, or they're going to do some ultrasound or things that can maybe break it up. Ollie, wait. So Papa Swolio, why do you tell everyone to go to the fucking gym every day if recovery is so important? I say go to the gym every day. I didn't say lift heavy weights intensely every day without any active recovery. Plus, most people that are going to watch my videos need to go to the fucking gym a lot more than they need to recover. <laughs> they need to go to the fucking gym. So, um, yeah, it's much more important to just get people off their fucking ass. And then we can start talking about active recovery. So you could do a lot of things in the gym, by the way. You could do some cardio. You can do stretching. You could do yoga. Going to the gym might be your living room or your basement. It doesn't have to be a big industrial building. <clears throat> Betty Ford, I love how stevia tastes. Mmm, chemicals. But I used to eat matches and lick batteries as a kid. Hashtag Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, Cerny just, Cerny says, Tyler, just smoke the real thing. <laughs> uh, let's see, Barrett, I do Jefferson curls at home and the only other weight I have is a 10 pound shot put. I do have access to an LA fitness. That's like a two minute drive from my house. Well, look, weight is weight. You can have a, you can do Jefferson curls with a bucket of water. I mean, you could do jet, like you could fill up a gallon of water, the plastic bottles, and you could fill it up and use that weight is weight. I'm just saying you're saying a five pound club. I mean, you're holding it with two hands and it's not really that much weight because not that you won't get a benefit from it. You want to practice good form. It just might not be enough weight to actually counterbalance you driving your hips back because remember your body has weight. So you don't want to go heavy, but you might need 10 or 15 pounds total or maybe in each hand in order to, once you have that base mobility going down to the ground, then you can go for a further stretch it just might be, it's going to be hard for you to counterbalance driving your hips back with too light of a weight. So a lot of you might experience that you do a, you do an exercise with weight that's too light and your form actually isn't that good because it's not counterbalancing your body weight enough for you to have better form. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you need some more weight on there to actually perform the exercise. Otherwise it's going to be too light for you to drive your hips back because five pounds isn't going to counterbalance you. <clears throat> Matthew Jones, cannabis has been a miracle for me. The fittest I've been at 52. Well, there you go. Do you mean smoking it or you mean like CBD oil and stuff like that? There's so many different things out there. Uh, Matt says, make sure you find a quality full spectrum CBD that's third party tested. I think it comes down to pretty obviously like anything else, quality. If you're getting some low quality anything it's not going to work well or could cause you problems so lisa what's a dirty stevia blend ew why are you why are you eating dirty stevia lisa's out there fucking mixing it in dirt i like it dirty I like spitting it at first i get some dude walking down the street to spit in my stevia i like it dirty I admit I use the dirty stevia blend, like two to three packets a day. One of my friends who, this is a long time ago, um, she was like one of those hardcore, like bulimic, like exercise, but like she would go do cardio two hours a day she would just go to extremes right for competitions and stuff this is what psychotic bodybuilder people do you know rather than eating watermelon because of sugar and the macros and whatever she said she used to was it equal or was it splenda they used to she used to eat cucumbers cucumbers and put like splenda <laughs> put like splenda i don't know if it was equal i forget if it was splenda or equal on 
the cucumbers and she's like it would, it would taste just like watermelon go <laughs> how gross we've is got that Dodson here that's always been gross to me I, I i i've never forgotten that putting artificial sweetener on cucumbers to make it taste like watermelon just fucking eat the watermelon Tyler used to do that? Oh, no. Thinking back now, what the fuck? <laughs> Tyler's like, I used to do that. Um, James, the doctor seemed a little tiffed. Do you mean miffed? Miffed is a good word. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it to miffed. The doctor seemed a little miffed when I refused the shot, prescribed me an oral steroid and recommended custom orthotics. Only 450 bucks. Jesus Christ. I, I, I'd say an oral steroid is much worse of an idea, personally. That's my take on it. Anything oral is going to get processed by the liver. I mean, if you're going to get anything, you probably want to get a local injection. That way it's like actually going to be focused on. Oh, I mean, I don't know the details of everything that, but I would not want to take an oral steroid. That's, but I'm saying that's not fixing anything. James, you're on your feet all day. It sounds like you need to do ankle mobility to be strengthening. James, do you do any like toe raises or toe lifts, anterior tibialis work? Do you practice yoga? Are you doing, you know, are you not, are you doing deep stretching for your soleus and longer holds on like calf raises and at the bottom, like you need to get to work on it. You need to get to work on it. You can make a lot of changes just by improving your corrective exercise approach. Just saying that sounds like. It just doesn't, that doesn't solve anything. How does that solve? Oh, orthotics. It's going to change the angle of how you walk. And you know, when you wear orthotics, it's going to continue to weaken the muscles that should be stronger in order to counterbalance that from the start. Plus it's going to change your knee alignment, your hip alignment. It's going to change everything all the way up because now your feet are angled differently. It doesn't solve the fucking problem. That frustrates me. All right, let's take another call. This one's from Shahraz Minai. Shahraz, you're on the Dallas wall. Hi, Baba Solio. This is Sunny from India. Lots of love to you from India. And uh, you're doing great work. And you motivate all of us to go to the gym. It's great. Thank you so much. Quickly Welcome, coming bro. to the question. I'm, uh, I used to be uh, 99 kilos like a month ago. Now I'm 89. 89 kilos is my current weight. It's stuck there since 10 days. I'm not losing weight, although I'm eating least once a day is what I eat, that to minimum. And I really work out. I slog my ass off at the gym, but then still I'm not able to lose weight. I'm stuck at 89. Uh, what do you think I should do? Please help. So I, I, I don't know what the total is, but 10 kilos is like 22 pounds. So, um, well, a couple things. I don't know what you're doing. Thank you for the love from India. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call in. I don't know what you're doing in the gym. So yeah, food quality is very important. Your sleep is very important. What you're doing in the gym is very important. You might be training too much. If you're not recovering enough, cortisol levels are going to be high. You're not going to be, your muscles aren't going to be recovering enough for sub subsequent workouts. So I don't know what you're doing in the gym. So I can't really tell you what you're doing wrong. Cause I don't really know what you're doing. You just told me that you're not losing more weight and you're frustrated. So I don't know what you're eating. I don't know what your schedule's like. I don't know what your training schedule's like. I don't know how long you've been training. So I really don't know anything of what you're doing. So I can't really give you anything specific. Uh, one of the most important things to know is like, for me, it's to give advice. People always do this. And if you want to call back in, please call back into the show because I would love to get more details. But people do this a lot. They'll be, hey, I'm like this. I'm trying to lose weight. I lost 10 pounds. I'm trying to lose more and I can't, which I do. I fucking no idea because I don't know what you're currently doing. So if you tell me, oh, I'm doing this, I'm training like this and blah, blah. Oh, so you should be lifting more and you should be doing less cardio. Or you should be resting more. You're not giving enough recovery, right? So sleep is very important. The seven pillars are very important. I don't know what you're eating. The food is immensely important. And also, I don't know how tall you are. I don't know what your body fat percentage is. So you just told me you lost 22 pounds. That's fucking amazing. So we have to start addressing and understanding how important or how that that's a lot of fucking weight. 
I, I'm not really sure what people expect. I mean, obviously they, they expect more that a lot of people have irrational goals and irrational expectations. How quickly do you think you're going to lose? I mean, how much weight do you have to lose? So what's 89 kilos, 89 kilos, uh, times two is 180. It's like 200 pounds close, something like that. Right. So you could do the math 89 times 2.2. It's probably something like that or 93 or 95. So I don't know what your body fat percentage is. I don't know how tall you are. I don't know what you're eating. I don't know how you're training. I can't really give you any advice, but aside from those things, the food choice are very important. I know a lot from India, a lot of people don't eat. They're vegetarians. They're eating a lot of plants. They're not eating enough beef or any beef. They're not eating enough protein. They're eating too many carbohydrates. Uh, Sleep is a concern. How people train the gym. You're going to the gym. You're exhausted. That's great. Good for you. I mean, but I don't know what you're doing in the gym. Some people go to the gym and work at the front desk. Some people go to the gym and mop the floor. Some people go in the gym and just walk on the treadmill or they just do cardio all the time and they go to the gym, but they're not doing the things that would get them the most results in the gym. So there's a lot of different, there's a lot of variables that we don't know here, but please call back and give us some more details. We'd love to answer it. Give you some more specific advice. Hashtag make America swole fam. Make America swole. Hashtag mas. M-A-S. Make America swole. Boom shakalaka. Make America swole. And we need to start, we need to start recognizing how amazing that is to lose 20 fucking pounds. That's a lot. And remember, you're not going to lose weight endlessly. It's going to stop eventually. It's going to stop eventually. And if you're putting on muscle, the scale is going to reflect that. It's not going to tell you that you put on muscle. It's just going to say, hey, this is how much the earth is pulling you through the scale. It's not telling you what you're, it's actually made of. So you have to understand that too. <sighs> Bookworm addict, Boyer's markets were only now pulling their expired cheeses. Isn't cheese kind of expired already? Replace my expired gorgonzola only to have it replaced with another even worse one. Seems they were all expired. Piss my mom off. Are, are you <laughs> cheese update? Are you looking at the expiration when you're purchasing the cheese? <laughs> um, your mommy's favorite. I doubt that. Papa Slay, what's the most useful piece of information you've learned? Ugh, that's a tough question. I can't think of one thing in particular. The most useful? I don't think there is such a thing. I don't think there is such a, the most useful. I'd have to think about that for a while. There really isn't anything. There's a lot of good information, but always be learning. Keep learning. Realize you don't know as much as you think you do. Learn how to learn. I don't know. That's... Uh, what's the most important thing? What's your favorite movie? Oh, come on. Boring. Uh, Charles Wakes, Papa Solia, what's the secret to being consistent in going to the fucking gym? Being consistent. There is no secret. There is no secret. I get the question. Let this resound. Let this fortify in your brain. There is no secret. It's doing it. You're not consistent unless you like people ask me, how do you be consistent by being consistent? Okay. So you need to set good habits. Habits are consistency. A habit is consistency. It's not a habit. If you did do it once, if you do it regularly, it's a habit. And then because it's a habit by definition, it's consistent. So whatever you need to do to get your shit done, a lot of people have no idea and they're not specific enough. I would say, I would say people are not, people are not specific enough what they're trying to accomplish. I want to get healthier and exercise more. You need to be specific with what you're trying to do. So what do you do? You need a program. You need to set yourself up for success in the morning by preparing and having a good night the night before. You need to prepare. You need to have time management. You need to be executing accurately. You need to know what you're, you need to know what you want. I would say 
for anything that you want, go in the future, figure out who you want to be and what you want to be. You want to build muscle. You want to be someone that takes care of their body and works out consistently, blah, blah. Cool. Then backtrack it. What today, if you want to be that person, your ideal person, I want to be a person that takes care of their health. I want to be a person that takes, that goes to the fucking gym, that lifts hard. Okay. So what do you have to do today? You need to exercise. You need to blah, blah, blah. Do what that person would do. Who do you want to become? Well, you're only going to become that person by doing what that person would do to become that person. So start doing that. P Freakable, Papa Solio, just wondering how you and Mama Solio met. If you're comfortable sharing the story, Tinder. Tinder, great fucking app. Great fucking app. Great fucking app. Because, because. And then I closed her with the knowledge cock. Closed her. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. 2016. I don't know what Tinder's like today. Um, Misko Kasak. Well, that's how we met. And our first date was leg day. That's how you judge someone's character. Leg day. And I told her that in the messages. She has pictures of the messages. Yeah, it's the only way you could tell someone's character. So our first date was a leg day. And she could hang. Sold. Sold. I, I'm, I'm serious. The best, it's the best way to tell someone. You could tell a lot some you could tell tell a lot about someone how they how they train, especially leg day. So into the gym. Legs. Misko Kasak. Papa Solio gainer or 100 percent protein with pure creatine? Uh, neither. I don't care about that stuff. I drink after workout, I drink raw kefir or raw yogurt or something like that. And I do use creatine. I'll take five or ten grams of creatine. Gainer. Uh, you don't want to take a lot of these like sugars and artificial sweeteners and crap. Protein's fine, but if you're going to have something like that, 100% grass-fed whey isolate, or you can have some raw dairy or eat food. Uh, Ollie, Papa, I've been going to the fucking gym and been on a cut and lost like six pounds in the last two weeks. Nice. Why are you cutting? Do you have muscle to cut too? Careful. Careful. A lot of people go to the gym and they cut. They haven't built any muscle yet. So I would relentlessly try to pack on as much muscle as possible, personally. As a dude... You want to build muscle. You're not going to build muscle by cutting. Just keep that in mind. A lot of people are trying to cut and they have nothing to cut to. You don't have any muscle. You don't have any foundation. So build muscle. Brian Noble. Brian. What's the most demanding exercise for you? Huh. So that's different than someone asking, what's your favorite exercise? What's the most demanding? I still can't answer that question. I still can't answer that question. All of them, if you're doing an exercise properly, it's the most demanding. Like it should be as demanding as possible. If you're do if you're doing an exercise, especially if you're training hard, because sometimes I'll just swing clubs and I'm going light and it's not like super demanding, right? If you're talking about intensity, any exercise is the most demanding. There are certain ones that are going to be more systemically overloading. That's going to be more taxing on the central nervous system. For example, a hack squat or a a barbell or a Smith machine squat or Bulgarian split squats or deadlifts or any compound movement is going to use more muscles and be more systemically overloading. But I mean, if you're doing a preacher curl to failure, that should be super fucking demanding because you're going as hard as you can. So that's what intensity of training is. And if you go hard enough, you don't need a ton of volume. So I think if you're training intensely, you're doing intense exercise. It should be any exercise that you choose to do it intensely should be the most demanding. I don't think you can really, I think if you're training properly, you can't answer that question. It's like the swole Oracle. It's always the philosophy. Hmm. Everyone's like, Papa answers a question without answering the question. No, but I am answering it. Sometimes there is no answer. If you're doing it right, why would there be an answer? This is the most demanding. Well, then why aren't you doing the other ones harder? N none of them should be more demanding than the other. Aside from the objective central nervous system overload. Because if you're doing a squat, you're going to be doing a lot more weight than a bicep curl. So systemically, it might be more overloading. 
some of you might have. I mean, you know, when I train legs, I'm fucking wiped. But that's because it's a lot of overload. It's a lot of systemic stress. When you, For example, when you're doing a chest exercise, it's stressful for the upper body. Your legs aren't getting destroyed, right? But if you're doing a squat, the weight's on your back. If you're doing a hack squat, the weight's on your back. Like it's your, your entire body is engaged when you're doing legs. So it's a different type of approach. Plus are large muscle groups and your walk, like they're just, and the blood's rushing to the lower, to your extremities. So if you're up here and you're doing chest, the blood is pumping to your chest. It's right there in your heart when it you know gets circulated around. So it's local. When your body is flushing tons of blood into your legs, you have that peripheral heart action. You're sending a lot of your fluids and that's why a lot of people get dizzy because your legs are huge and they're swelling with blood and you can get dizzy and lightheaded and it feels a lot more fatiguing. It's more stressful in the body because you're pumping blood further away and it's pooling and you're sending a lot of blood and oxygen and stuff to your lower body and to your limbs. So that's why it's more, and plus it's systemically overloading. It's overloading on your spine and et cetera, et cetera. So you have a lot of systemic overload too. Joe Miller three. Oh my God. An intermittent fasting question. You're going to get a Matt, Matt Damon, Damon. and a simple jet. And Joe, this might be an honest question, but it's a, it's a joke. It's a, it's a running joke. Cause I've just gotten so many questions. Um, Joe Miller, what's your take on intermittent fasting, specifically 16 hours fasting, eight hours eating it's skipping breakfast. Now the benefit of intermittent fasting, people are going to argue back and forth, blah, blah, blah. It's really about caloric restriction. You're not getting autophagy. Your body's not breaking shit down and breaking down cells. Cause you haven't eaten for like what? Five hours. Seriously. Intermittent fasting, 16, eight is kind of a joke. You're eating for eight fucking hours. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's not effective or can't work, but an eight hour eating window is from 12 to fucking 8 PM. You're eating all day long. Understand? Or from 10 to six, you're fucking eating all goddamn day. Just saying, or 12 to eight, that's a lot of time to eat. That's not really doing anything aside from, Hey, I'm eating this. If you're eating the same amount of food from 12 to eight, and you would normally eat a little bit more at 10 o'clock. Well, then by default, you're getting less calories. So for me, I mean, I think it's a good idea to not stuff your face all day, but it's really not doing anything else aside from just eating with limiting your caloric intake. You can eat breakfast and eat throughout the day with a more limited caloric intake, and you're going to have the same effect as a 16-8. That's all it is. So even if you're doing a six hour eating window, you're eating from 12 to six, it's just less time for you to stuff your face. So you could still overeat in six hours. A lot of people are just doing quote intermittent fasting and eating garbage food. They're still overeating. And because they haven't eaten all day and they have these crazy sugar crashes and they're running off vegetable oils and processed sugar, they end up binge eating and actually eating more and they can still gain weight. So you can still gain weight. You can still get fat quote intermittent fasting. So food quality still is number one. Food quality is still number one. So if you prefer, if you like doing eight hours, it's just not like, oh my God, I'm getting autophagy. My cells are breaking down. No, you're just giving yourself less time to eat food, which can work because you're objectively eating less than you're going to lose or not pack on as much fat because you could, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, Freddie's being fancy. Freddie does a, I do, Freddie does a 17, seven. Freddie's like, I do a 17.5, 6.5. Good man. Yeah, I wouldn't consider that intermittent fasting either. <clears throat> All right, Billy. Billy. Remember from the hot chick? Billy. Academy Award winning movie. I need Jessica. It's me, Jessica. I need a soundboard from Rob Schneider's hot chick. What a great movie. Billy, from my recent blood work, my LDL cholesterol went up, still less than 100, but my VLDL, my triglycerides went down. Are these biomarkers of concern? Um, well, the VLDL and the going down biomarkers of concern. I mean, any biomarker is something that can be used to determine your overall health in context of everything else that you're doing. So 
I would check out the book, Billy. I would check out the book. Uh, it's a great book. And if you're concerned and want to learn more about cholesterol, check it out. It'll explain things better than I ever could. Uh, the Great Cholesterol Myth. Check it out. Sounds like you're doing great. It sounds like you're doing great. Based on that. But of course, it's all context. Bookworm, I keep hearing the old advice that it is better to eat six small meals during the day rather than three opinion. It all depends. It all depends. If you're a bodybuilder, you're trying to pack on a lot of size. It's hard to eat quality food in surplus. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So if you're, let's say you're trying to pack on muscle and you're eating 3000 calories a day or 3,500 calories a day of steak, right? I mean, of like real fucking food. Let's just put it that way. It's hard to get that much food every day. You're not going to do it in one sitting. If you think you could eat 3000 calories of like steak and shit like that, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. So you have to break it up into smaller meals. And if you're a professional bodybuilder and these guys that are trying to eat 4,000 calories a day or 3,500 calories a day, you're going to eat it. And it's much more manageable to do six meals of 500 calories or five meals of 600, whatever it is consistently, because you're not overfilling. Cause if you eat a big fucking meal, if you eat a ton of food at one sitting earlier in the day, you're going to feel sluggish. So if you're training on, if you're training later on than that, you might just, it's going to make you drag. So eating smaller meals more frequently can be more beneficial depending on what you're trying to accomplish. But I don't think it's necessarily healthier. I think you're better off doing a time restricted eating window and maybe doing some days of like 24 hour fasting or 36 or 48, maybe doing an intermittent quote fasting. In other words, eating within five or six hours, you don't need to be eating all day long. Personally, I like to eat less often. But I will have some stuff. I don't really do the intermittent fasting. If I do anything, I'll not eat, period. But I, I stopped doing the intermittent fasting. I like, at least earlier in the day, if I'm training in the afternoon, I'll have some kefir and I'll have some you know, cream in my coffee. So that breaks the fast a lot of times. And, but I'll eat my heavier meals. I'll have like the steak and stuff. We'll have that at four or five, six o'clock. So I'll have like my steak, my heavier meals later on. But I'll still have some other stuff maybe earlier. So I don't really care about the intermittent fasting anymore. Uh, Freddie, have you heard of the vertical diet by Stan Efforting? I have. I just, I don't know what it actually is though. I think it's like beef and shit like that, right? I just don't know what it actually entails of, but I have heard of it. Okay. Uh, good questions. We're about to wrap up here. Uh, colored scars. What's a life goal or milestone you haven't accomplished yet? That's a good question. Probably kids. I wouldn't say it's even a life goal. It's definitely a milestone. It's definitely a big shift. Like we've talked about it. I think I would regret it tremendously if I didn't have children, even though it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, the dogs are enough already. Like, do I want to go down that road? And you know, when you don't, you still, I think it's like, you still have that choice. And once you have them, you can't go back. And some people regret it. Some, I don't know if, I mean, I think some people might be like, oh, I, I miss having all the time to myself and more peace and quiet, but you would never want to go back. So I, I've heard a lot of things both ways. I think if you have a good family unit, you have a good situation. It's a lot better than people that are just pumping out kids and have no money. You know, you're just recklessly doing things. So anyway, that's definitely something uh, that that's the only thing in terms of like the business, you know, the, the podcast and the business will be what it is. I, I don't have the same type of, I, I realized once I started building the business, once I started doing everything and I love the apparel and I love the swole fam, of course, and the podcast. But once I started doing it, there was like a very, we've talked about this again. There was a very noticeable point in time that I made a conscious decision. I just, I didn't want it to be the next, like, I didn't want it to be like a mega, mega, not that it's like Arnold saying, you know, I don't want to put on too much muscles. Like, don't worry, you won't. But I, I wanted something to be, I want it scalable, but I want it to stay small. I like having a smaller team. I didn't want to open a, a facility and I, I didn't want it to, a lot of times people expand and they build and they grow, grow, grow. And it becomes this whole distant stranger of a company. I, I didn't want to keep on. I, I didn't want the liabilities to outweigh the, uh, 
the important aspects of what I was doing. Anyway, so that's, you know, doing building Swornormous in the podcast and stuff was great for, for that time period. But I think kids. That's the thing, right? Certainly, we need more smart people to have kids. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes smart people are actually more, they're, they're smart. So they think things through and they make better choices. They don't just like, hey, let me just dump a bunch of loads and a bunch of women. <clears throat> all right, let's see. So we're good with questions. Um, Ollie, one more question. Are all the TikToks you post all recording the same day or are they drafts? No, they're not all recorded at the same time. Record, record a lot of videos consistently. So that's not a good use of time to like record everything that you're posting the same day. It's not, it's not scalable to always repost the same day because then you have to edit it, make sure it's up. It depends on what it is. If I'm just holding the phone, it'll just be recorded in the moment. But if there's like captions and there's like editing to it, it's like it's not filmed the same day. That's silliness. All right. Um, we'll take one more, maybe one more question or two. Marek Ducille 10, Papa Sway, what's the best meal to eat 10 minutes before a workout? None. <laughs> the best meal 10 minutes before a workout? I don't think anything. Maybe a tablespoon of honey or something like that. I would not eat anything 10 minutes for a workout unless it was something like that. I'd have a little honey, but aside from that, I wouldn't have anything 10 minutes before. No way. No way. No way. Uh, Someone, would you say Barrett saying my plan in life is to fuck off into the woods and die alone. I don't like changing diapers. Uh, Barrett, like, I don't think anyone likes changing diapers. You know, I don't think there's any person on the planet. It's like, oh, I love handling baby shit. You know, I, I don't think anyone likes it. But with anything, there's things that I like and things I don't like. Even with the podcast, there's things that I don't like. I don't like setting up the podcast and the stream key. I do it because I have to. I don't like doing it. You know, I don't like turning on the cameras and I don't think about it because I have to do it. I don't like, you know, setting up the show and making sure all the windows are open and all the programs are running and okay, like, but that has to get done if I want to do the part that I enjoy. So, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to kids, I feel like that answers the question for people, you know, when people say like, what's their purpose? A lot of, a lot of people are trying to figure out what they want to do with their life and the future. And they don't have any, I don't know. They're not optimistic in X, Y, and Z. And I think it's because, you know, we have a culture of not having children. It's been pushed into people's brains with feminism and just modern technology. And people are having kids later and later. I'm a great example of that. But a lot of people are, you know, when you have children, it answers all those questions. You have purpose for everything because really objectively, logically, you use your brain. It's really the only thing we're here for. And some people say, like, well, and people say it's only here we're here for. Well, fuck that. Yeah. Okay. You can have choices now. You used to have to have kids because who's going to work the fucking farm? And you had the pullout method. You didn't have fucking Trojan condoms. So you have birth control. Birth control was not fucking. So you would fuck your wife or your whatever it is. And she would have a child. It's like, oh, that's what happens. So it's really all we're here for. That's really, it's all we're here for. And I'm not saying that's all we're here for. That's like a bad thing. It's a very meaningful thing. And of course, some people are not going to have it or they say they don't want to have it. Many, 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 many people, according to all studies and stuff, show that the vast majority of people that don't have children, the vast majority regret not having it or they wish they did. Because the way I thought when I was 20 is different than I thought when I'm, you know, in my late 30s. Shocker. Things that you thought would never like, oh, I don't want to do that. Now it's like, oh, you meet the right person and you think logically. It gives purpose to everything. So 
you know, what am I like what I'm doing or saving or investing and teaching? It's like, why do I have all this education and all the stuff that I'm learning? Who can I share it with? Sure. I have a podcast and I'm talking to all of you and I'm putting out my thoughts and my experiences, but that's why you raise children and you pass your information on and, you know, long-term, like the roots that you plant and the investments that you make financially and emotionally, it's, it's for the future. It's an extension of your life. So everyone's always like trying to live forever and be healthier. Sure. It's great to be healthy. It's great to live forever, but technically you live forever by having children and you're passing on your life to you're, you're passing on your life to another human being. So essentially you are, you're passing on your genetics. You are living past your own life. So I, I think that's a huge portion of why people are lost or they're having a job. They have a quote dead end job. It's like, okay, you're making money to eat but it gives you purpose for going to your job because you're supporting, you have dependents, you have people, you have children that are growing, that you're developing, that you're passing on. You're, you're passing your, when you go to work, you're investing your human energy, time and energy that you'll never get back. So your human energy is exchanged for money where you use to take care of your own children. So you're passing on your human energy to your children. So... I think it answers a lot of people's problems. I'm not saying everyone has to have children, but I think we need to get out of this anti-child approach in our culture because it answers a lot of people's despair and people are distraught. People have despair. A lot of kids and a lot of people that are having all these like mental issues grew up with a broken home. They didn't have a father. The father wasn't present. You know, it's very important to have a mother and a father. Um, a lot of people are going through like, you know, looking to the government you know, they're adult children. Until you have a child, you're essentially, you know, not mature and you're not adult yourself. Once you have a child, then you become the patriarch or the matriarch. And then, you know, a lot of, there's a, a bunch of fundamental shifts in your, you know, in, in your life. So it's, uh, it makes you much less. And, and this is why you have a lot of this, um, the liberal bullshit and these cities are going to hell and you're looking to the government as your God and government as your father because a lot of these people don't have children. A lot of these people don't have, they don't have any kind of family structure. They're not, they didn't create anything. They haven't developed anything. They haven't, they're not as, I want to say insulated, but they're not looking down. They're not focusing on their family unit. They're looking elsewhere for their family, for their authority. They're not becoming the authority in their own lives, in their own house. So they're looking to control you. They're looking to control your children. They're looking to control what you say and blah, blah, blah rather than having children that they can control and raise and et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of different levels and layers to that, but just some thoughts, just some thoughts. Um, but it gives purpose to a lot of things. It gives purpose to a lot of things, answers a lot of questions and it's fundamental to who we are as humans, whether you decide to or not, it doesn't change the fact that that's literally what we've evolved to do, period. Yeah. All right, let's give away today's soul card. Here we go. Drum roll. By the way, tomorrow's episode is private Swolfam accountability meeting, 12 noon Eastern time. Here we go. Let's make America swole. Who we got here? Ah, hashtag Moss, make America swole, Barrett X. Congratulations, bro. Barrett. Barrett. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com, swole card 2585 in the subject. Your mailing address in the bio of the email. Congratulations. TCAP says, I want kids, just not with the wrong person, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, Mama Swole was the first person that I was like, actually, seriously, you know, that, I'm, that we've discussed it. And it seems like it's, it just makes sense. So it makes all the difference with who you choose to do that with. Good job, fam. But the beautiful thing is you get to live your life your way and 
you make the choices and just make the right choices for you and live well. And regardless if you have kids or not, make some sick fucking gains. Oh, oh. Yow. Yow. Fucking Catalina one. It's the fucking Catalina one. It's the fucking Catalina one. 60% of the time, it works. Oh, Every time. That doesn't make sense. Fuck off, oh Lord. That was nice. This house is a fucking prison on planet of bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dick. There's Tiny Tuck, Typical Tuck, Total Tuck, and the Tyrannical Tuck. Ah, the Tyrannical Tuck. Tainted man, oh my sweet little tainted boy, Rufus Tantamount. I better use my strong hand. Great questions today. Thanks for being here. Thanks for asking questions. Got pretty deep, huh? We, we like going deep. Here we go. Hey! All right. Very nice. Now I gave it a uh, a ten, a ten, a fucking ten. Very nice. Okay, fam. Uh, tomorrow. Swolfam accountability meeting, 12 noon Eastern time episode will be private. So join us for the call and you could join now. Swarmormousx.com, get access to all the programs, yoga, meditation, so much more. Um, we had some major announcements for releases last Monday and, you know, we got some more yoga and some more stuff and we're working on finalizing all those epic launches, like big summer, big summer, be there 12 noon Eastern time. And we'll take some questions and shit from members and uh, it'll be fun. 12 noon. See you there. Peace, McGee's. Deuce, McGoose. Yeah, boy. Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 out. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they king left and they so 